Welcome to Talk for 12, a podcast hosted by the women at Orange Evangelical Church. These 12-minute episodes teach from God's Word and encourage and equip women in their daily walk with Jesus. What does rest look like in your life? How does your faith in God shape the way you rest, if at all? Famous theologian Charles Spurgeon once said this of rest, Rest time is not waste time. It is economy to gather fresh strength. It is wisdom to take the occasional furlough, for in the long run, we shall do more by sometimes doing less. Hi, I'm Lily, and today I'm joined by Sam. Sam is a Central West native and a self-proclaimed lover of hiking and nighttime stargazing as she hangs out her washing. Sam's going to help us look at the biblical rhythms of rest today in this episode of the podcast. Hey, Sam. Hey, Lily. Do you want to talk us through what you've got prepared for us? <laughs> of course. We live in busy times, don't we? Many of us live lives that are just full to the brim, juggling family and work, home life, relationships. When it comes to rest, we know that it is good for us, but making time for it can be really difficult. When our schedules are so full, the thought of adding something more in, even if it is rest, can seem really, really challenging. I think particularly in this lead up to Christmas, rest can seem a bit like a luxury, just something that you're going to get to in the holidays. But is rest just for the holidays? Are you someone who knows how to rest? Well, today we're going to be looking at what the Bible has to say about rest. And I hope, like me, that you're going to be encouraged to consider rest as a good thing, a gift from God and an invitation to trust him something worth pursuing regularly if you're not already. Well, uh, rest is something that I've been learning about quite a lot in the last few years. I've always been someone who has been bad at resting. I'm someone who struggles to say no to good things and I love being involved in church and sport and work and music. But in 2021, being bad at rest finally caught up with me. For six months after I finished Bible college, I was exhausted and I couldn't work. I was in my final year of college and that's when I began to experience panic attacks, anxiety. I found myself a whisker away from tears all the time. After three years of going nonstop, never really taking a day off, of being busy in my holidays and of working crazy hours, and then a pandemic, rest I learned was not just a luxury, it was an essential. I'm much better now, but it did catch me off guard, that experience. I learnt the hard way just how important it is to rest. Are you someone who knows how to rest? Well, it's been helpful for me to think about what God has to say about rest, because for many of us who struggle with busyness, I think it's what we need to hear. But even for those who have a good balance, how can you do it well? What does God have to say about rest? Well, in looking at the Bible, one of the most fascinating things we see is that rest is part of the very rhythm of God's creation. Rest isn't an extra. Rest isn't a luxury for the not that busy. Rest isn't something to do if you can. Rest is a rhythm built into the very creation of the world. When you open your Bible, 
You only have to flick to the second page before you come across this concept. In God's creation, he spends six days doing his work, and on the seventh, he rested. Why? Why did God rest? Did God need a break? Did he need to catch his breath? Was he like us on a Saturday night, absolutely exhausted and needing to put his feet up? Well, no, I think if we look ahead at the Bible story unfolding, we see clues that God's rest was for us. God rested so that we could. What could that mean for us? I'm a busy mum, you say, juggling a huge workload. God rested. Well, I've got lots and lots of people depending on me. God rested. I honestly do not have a spare moment in my calendar where I am not doing anything. God rested. God rested. The creator, the sustainer, the one who had the biggest workload of all, rested. Rest is part of the very rhythm with which God created the world for our good. We're allowed to rest. We'll fast forward a little bit in the Bible and we come across rest again in the concept of the Sabbath. In Exodus and again in Deuteronomy, we have 10 commandments, the 10 distilled rules for living that God gave the Israelites to help them flourish. And number four, the command to rest, to keep the Sabbath. For the Israelite people, the Sabbath was a day of stepping back and remembering what the Lord had done and taking delight in him, trusting him. It was a covenant sign, a way of Israel showing that they were God's people by stopping work and resting themselves and their families and their animals. Sabbath in the Hebrew can be translated into four distinct words, to stop, to rest, to delight, to worship. God commanded that they do this. Now, are we required to keep the Sabbath? Well, no, we're under the new covenant now. We are not Israel. We are God's chosen redeemed people under Jesus. But what can we learn from the Sabbath? Well, firstly, I think we see the value and the importance that God placed on rest. Corrie ten Boom talks of the fact that if the devil can't make us bad, he will make us busy. Rest is good for our holiness. American author and philosopher Dallas Willard says that hurry is the great enemy of spiritual growth. Rest is good for our relationship with God. The Sabbath points us to this. Another thing we see through the Sabbath is that rest helps us to trust God. In Deuteronomy 5, the command to keep the Sabbath includes a reason. In keeping the Sabbath, they are to remember that they were slaves in Egypt and that God saved them. Can you hear what is implied in this? Keep the Sabbath because I saved you from Egypt. Rest because I am in control. Can you see it? The command to rest was an invitation to trust, to remember that God is the one who saves, not them, not their work. 
We see this in the New Testament as Jesus invites us to come to him weary and laden and he will give us rest. Jesus, the fulfillment of the Sabbath, our great rest, our true salvation, we can rest because it's done, secured. Like Israel, rest can remind us that God is in control and not us. A friend recently told me about a quote that she has on the top of her computer, which reminds her of this. It says, put down the unfinished work of the day and enjoy the finished work of Christ. Active trust through rest. How could your rest remind you that God is in control? Now, a good question you might be asking as you listen is, well, what is rest? Is it just lying on the couch, absolutely exhausted, ears blocked to the noise of the kids, ignoring the pile of laundry beside you? Is rest lying on a beach with all the pressures behind you and your phone turned off? Is rest just a couple of Netflix episodes? What sort of rest does God call us to? Well, the Gospel Coalition has a great article about rest versus laziness, which we'll include in the show notes. But I think for many of us, when we come to the concept of rest, we can often think about it as when we do absolutely nothing. And maybe that is what some of us need. But the rhythm, the practice of Sabbath as taught to the Israelites, actually took some preparation. It took planning in order that it could be so much more than just stopping. They prepared so that they could rest. Now, as believers under Christ, we aren't commanded that we must keep the Sabbath. But what might it look like to consider a Sabbath in your week, even if it's just an hour on a certain day, a time where you plan to stop, to not work, but to do things that rejuvenate and give joy, to delight in God's good gift? Well, as someone who struggles with being busy, there's a great invitation in God's gift of rest, isn't there? God invites us to rest as an act of trust that he is the sustainer of all things and as a way of practicing the rhythm that he himself has made, work followed by rest. So I encourage you, as you consider this holiday period coming up, and particularly this new year, how do you do rest? How could a rhythm of rest be part of how you do the new year? Thank you for joining us for this episode of Talk for 12. Please don't forget to check the show notes for any resources that Sam has shared to further expand our understanding of rest. Next episode, we'll be continuing our rest series and looking into how we can practically act out biblical rest in our lives. We look forward to you joining us then. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk for 12. For the show notes and resources of this episode, or to email us, visit the podcast website at oechurch.org.au forward slash talk for 12. That's the number 12 in numerals one, two. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next time.